you know, you, you might say that, well, you know, 10 miles is 10 miles. And like, yes, but no. Episode 1063 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, training tips for your next race. Hey, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, just a reminder that if you're struggling with something, maybe with training for your next race, it's kind of one of those where the the little sponsor kind of ties in nicely with the topic of the episode, consult calls are available. Consult calls are available where we get on the phone or we get on the Zoom or we get on the, the Skype or the Google Hangout or we send carrier pigeons back and forth. I don't know. Whatever works best for you is fine with me. And kind of just work through whatever it is that you're struggling with. You know, maybe it's a training question, injury question, mental preparations question. I don't know. But uh, the, the consult calls are always available. Oh, and honestly, one of my, my favorite things that I offer. Obviously, I, I love coaching people and working with people long term as well. But it is kind of nice to just jump on a call, 20, 30 minutes, give you some clarity and uh, kind of point you in the right direction. And then hopefully hear back, you know, a couple weeks, couple months later, like, yes, this worked. Rock on. So if that's something that might be helpful for you, disruns.com slash consultation is the link. Pretty easy to get it scheduled. You just pick a time that's available on my calendar, and there's usually a lot of time available. If something doesn't line up for you, let me know. We can usually work that out as well. But disruns.com slash consultation. If you've got an issue you're struggling with, let's jump on the phone and see if we can't help you figure out how to move forward. Speaking of moving forward, let's get into the topic for today. Some tips to keep in mind when training for your next race, because don't look now, but as this episode comes out early July, we are in, uh, you know, we are in the, the mix of getting into training hot and heavy for fall races. You know, fall races are not that far away, even though it may not feel like it outside, you might walk out and uh, feel like you're in Florida when in fact you're in Pennsylvania or Ohio or Michigan or wherever the case might be and uh, think, oh gosh, well, I mean, that, those fall races got to be got to be still a ways away. They're not. I, I would encourage you to go ahead and consult your calendar and realize that from, to, from today, or at least from as this episode goes out, we're about three months plus or minus from Chicago, about three and a half months from Marine Corps. Uh, about three and a half months or just a, a week later is New York and just over four months until Philly. And I'm, and you know, there's still a little bit longer till CIM. I believe that's usually in December, right? So, you know, we've still got maybe about five months until December. So you might not be in full CIM training mode yet, but a lot of the big fall races, like it's go time. And those races are going to be here sooner rather than later. So as your training ramps up, here are some things to keep in mind. Now, this is not a, an outline your training episode. I feel like there is one of those. Maybe we'll make that a best of episode relatively soon. Of course, be ready on race day. My book is available. That can help you with putting the nuts and bolts of your training plan together. If you're not working with a coach or you don't have a plan that you're following or whatever the case might be. But these tips are, are more, a bit more general, hopefully useful for anybody, useful for folks that I'm coaching, useful for folks that have another coach that they're working with, useful for those that are self-coached and figuring it out by your on your own as well. So just some things to keep in mind. Not that these are hard and fast rules, which is kind of the same, you know, kind of a little teaser to the first tip that I'm going to offer, but just some things to keep in mind when you're training for your next race. And spoiler alert, this doesn't just apply to fall races. Okay. So if, 
if you know you don't have a race until you know Disney or sometime in the spring or whatever the case might be, you know, just keep these on the back burner. Feel free to refresh your memory as as you get into training for whatever your next race might be. A few things to keep in mind, a few tips that I'd be uh, encourage you to to maybe implement when necessary. First and foremost, when it comes to tips to keep in mind when training for your next race, remember that nothing is set in stone. Talking mostly about your training plan, but you could make the argument that talking about pretty much anything. But when it comes to to training for a race, I know a few of you like to be as by the book as possible. Meaning, Whatever your training plan says, whoever puts your training plan together, and I know some of you are like this because I put your training plan together. You want to hit every mark. You don't want to vary. You don't want to deviate. You want to make it happen as scheduled every time. If it's four to six miles today, by God, we're going to run six miles. If it's off tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be a rest day. You know, whatever the schedule says, you're going to do. If there's a pace number, by God, you're going you're gonna to hit the pace as close to exact as possible. Like whatever is written on your schedule is etched in granite. And as long as you follow everything that's written on the schedule, dot, 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 race day success. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, sorry to burst your little bubble, that that is uh, not how this works, right? If you If you're killing yourself metaphorically, of course, but if, if, if you're really doing everything you can to stick to the schedule as it's written, treating it as if it were set in stone, that's no guarantee that things are going to go well on race day. They could, it could, it could go well, but that's a correlation, not a causation situation. Okay. So don't feel like you have to stick to the schedule come hell or high water. You may have heard me say before that life, life happens, right? Life is going to life. It happens to all of us. Sometimes there are things we can kind of see coming for a while. Sometimes they're spur of the moment situations that just develop. But one way or the other, life happens. And when it does, you're not somehow less than, or you're not somehow, you know, um, not dedicated because you have to adjust your plan. Okay. Switch days, skip a run. Don't even make it up. Adjust the workout, dial it back. Maybe you turn a, a, a hill repeats into a, a tempo run or instead of going eight miles, you go three. Cause that's all you had time for today. Whatever, whatever it is, whatever's written on your plan for today, I can with a fair degree of confidence tell you that that, that day's workout that day's run, it's not make or break. It's not do or die. All right. I think, I think that the, the phrase that I used a lot in be ready on race day is that a good training plan is more art than it is science. Yes. There's science involved. Yes. There's some, some philosophies that we try to adhere to and things that we're trying to do, but the exact details, they're not science. They're art, you know? Not not that dramatic of a difference between getting your miles in on Monday versus Tuesday. If Monday typically works for you, great. You you typically try to run on Mondays. But if this Monday it's it's not working for you, then Tuesday. No harm, no foul. Or Sunday. Or just skip the run completely and back on schedule whatever the next day is. Okay? 
So just keep in mind that when it comes to your training plan, when it comes to the preparations you're doing leading up to your next race, nothing's set in stone. On the rare occasion that everything kind of falls into place and you're able to tick every box, that's awesome. When life tends to happen, which happens most of the time, adjust as needed and trust that you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay because it's not set in stone. All right. It's written in pencil at best. Or in my case, it's written on a written with, with keystrokes on a keyboard, which means that they can be, you know, controlled and deleted real easy. Rewritten on an, onward and upward. All right. Next tip to keep in mind when training for your next race. In almost every case, you're better to show up at the starting line of your race undertrained than being overtrained. Okay? Now, before you scream at me or rip the headphones off your ears or whatever. Clearly there's a certain amount of training that, that is, I don't want to say absolutely necessary, but to reach your goals, you're probably going to have to do a certain amount of training to be ready for the race, right? You're going to have to get some miles in. You're going to have to do some, some strength training, or at least you're, you'd be better off to probably do some strength training, get a certain amount of running done. Like, yeah, of course. All right. There, there is, there is a certain amount that is very much beneficial. But there's, there's a fine line, a relatively fine line, between trained enough but still undertrained, that perfect level of like peak fitness on race day, which, by the way, really difficult to, to navigate absolute peak fitness on race day, and then being overtrained. And so when it comes to being ready for your race, especially as that race day gets closer, when you're inside a month, when you're in the taper period, you're probably better off erring on the side of caution. If you're really feeling worn down, if you're really feeling um, fatigued, it's a good sign that you might be venturing into that overtraining territory. And so maybe back off a little bit. Or... If you feel like, well, damn, like I missed, I missed some runs. I missed some key workouts and like, I don't know if I'm ready to go. Maybe I should hammer one more workout. Maybe I should squeeze in one more long run. I mean, maybe, but in general, and especially the closer we get to race day. No, no, you're probably better off being slightly undertrained, but fresh and hopefully still fitness trending in the right direction towards that peak fitness than to be on the other side of the slope, overtrained, fatigued, worn down, trying to hold on for dear life from the time the race starts to the time the race ends. I know this one can be a tough pill to swallow. I know this is kind of, this can be, you know, verging on the territory of like run slow, race fast. And how does that work? And, and, you know, the heart rate stuff that we've talked about countless times, but when you show up for your race, a little bit undertrained, that tends to work out better than being a little bit overtrained. Okay? So the closer the race gets, especially in that taper period, fight the urge to do more. Maybe even deliberately do a little bit less and trust that you're gonna be you'll be good to go. You'll be good to go when the race starts. Last but not least are the tips to keep in mind when training for your next race. I've talked about this before too. Gotten a little pushback on it, but that's okay. 
you know, we don't all have to always agree on everything. But in my view, long runs and races are not the same thing. And this kind of stems from the idea that gets talked about and, and in theory makes all the sense in the world. You know, never do anything new on race day. Don't try something different on race day than what you've tried in training. I mean, yeah, in theory. But the fact is that the race day experience, the race day environment, not always, but probably the effort that you're putting into running your race, whatever it is, whether it's 5K, 10K, half, full, ultra, whatever, probably supersedes, the effort probably supersedes. But all the other things, the environment, the, just all the situations, the, the times, the logistics, blah, 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 are different than what you experienced during training, right? You know, you might say that, well, you know, 10 miles is 10 miles. And like, yes, but no, 13 miles is 13 miles. Well, I mean, 13 miles just cruising through the neighborhood with Kate is not the same thing as 13 miles hammering it at Celebration Half Marathon going for a PR, spoken from personal experience, right? I can, I, they're just not, they're just not the same. Pushing harder, trying to be focused differently, um, fueling situations, logistical situations, like, like across the gamut. In my experience, at least in my perspective, at least race day is almost always completely different than any type of training run that I've done. Okay. So yes. Am I saying that, that you, I guess, so no, but whatever. So am I saying that your, your long runs really can't help you know what to expect and know how to prepare on race day? Of course not. Of course not. Your long runs absolutely do help you prepare for race day. But feeling like you've got everything locked down while training for whatever race distance here and thinking that's going to translate exactly to how things go on race day, like, huh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Especially when it comes to fuel, especially when it comes to hydration, especially when it comes to pacing. All right. If you can wait, you know, if you find, you know, kit, clothes, whatever you want to call it, that, that fit well, that don't chafe things like that during a training run, they'll probably serve you well on race day. Okay. That, and that's, and that's one of those areas where I, where I am in agreement, you know, don't, if, if at all possible, you know, don't show up at the expo, buy completely new shorts and shirts and, and socks and, and shoes and break those out for the first time on race day. Right. Like that that sometimes feels like common sense, but sometimes we don't know until we don't know. That's something I would avoid, you know, where, where the kit, make sure you know what chafes, what doesn't chafe, where it chafes. So you can, you can try to prevent the chafe, make sure you got all those things figured out that in that aspect. Yeah. Don't do anything new on race day. All right. But what you're asking of your body may mean that, you know, you're drinking a little bit more on race day because there's, there's water stops every so often. Maybe, maybe you don't need to fuel quite as much. In fact, maybe you shouldn't fuel quite as much because you're pushing the pace. So you're going to be done more quickly. You know, if you feel like, oh, I'm going to take a gel every four miles because that's what I do during training. But in training, you're running, I don't know, you're running 11 minute pace. And on race day, you're running nine minute pace. And if you're saying, well, Diz, how is that possible? I'm telling you, that's pos- that's, that's what running easy and racing fast is all about. So in that four miles, instead of it being 44 minutes, it's 36 minutes. Now for a four mile race, that probably doesn't matter. 
Also, for a four-mile race, you may not need any fuel, not for nothing. But multiply that out by 26.2 miles. If you're going to fuel every four, four miles is what your normal plan would be, your, your window of getting all six of those gels into your system is going to be 30 minutes shorter than what it would be during the same distance training run, which may not be a factor, but also may mean that that last 5K, there's some GI distress going on out of either end or both. Not ideal. Well, but I, it worked for me on race on, during my training. Yeah, but it, but this is a race day. You're pushing harder. You're running faster, which means your time is out there is, is different. The way your body responds to the level of effort is different. The demands your body is, is being placed under are different. So, you know, that fueling situation, use it as a rule of thumb, but also you may, you, you may need to adjust a little bit. Same thing for pacing, same thing for hydration, what the weather conditions are, et cetera, et cetera. So just, just keep in mind, and I'm not saying that you can't or shouldn't fuel the same, like it may work out just fine for you, but just bear in mind that long runs and races are not the same thing. And so if you've, if you've got to, you know, if you get into a race and you feel like maybe you need to call an audible a little bit, you know, nothing dramatic, but some little deviation from what you had been doing in training, that's okay. Even if some well-meaning friend tells you that, hey, you should, if you haven't practiced it, don't try it. Well, you know, sometimes you got to practice things in the, in the, the heat of the moment because the heat of the moment is different than the training moment, right? Race day is not the same thing as your long runs. So use those as a guide to kind of know what to expect, to have a better idea of how your body's going to respond. But if it doesn't seem like it's responding the same way, it's because the situation is, is slightly different. Let's keep that in mind. Last but not least, when it comes to tips for training for your next race, arguably the most important thing to keep in mind is that you need to do what you need to do. Okay. Yes. Running is a great connector of us runners, right? There's, there's a lot of social, um, situations or social connections that, that come from running, you know, running clubs and local group runs and coffee shop runs and beer runs and whatever the case might be. There's, there's all kinds of examples from around the, the country and around the world where, you know, runners gather together and they, they run and they break bread or, or toast glasses or whatever the case might be after the run. And that's awesome. Lots of great friendships been formed over the miles. You know, I mean, I've talked about Kate before my, my local running partner here. Um, you know, and she's somebody I'm going to miss when we move to Georgia. I mean, I'm gonna miss other people, but like, I'm really going to miss her. Cause like we run together. We've, we've shared so many miles together, stories, laughs and angers and vents and all the things, right? Like, like I love running with her. But on race day or in preparing for a race, you need to do what you need to do. And just, just again, throwing Kate under the bus. Sorry, Kate. That's what you get for uh, running with me. But you know, there's been times that we've been training for the same race, but we've been going about it slightly differently. She might run a little bit more, or I might run a little bit more, or we're switching things up a little bit. And thankfully we're both on the same page that like, Hey, she needs to do what she needs to do. I need to do what I need to do. Maybe we run 15 miles together and then one of us breaks off and the other one goes the other direction and that's okay. 
And that's that's the point I'm trying to make with you is that when you're training for your next race, you got to do what you got to do. And if that means maybe, you know, you, you, you miss a couple runs with your training group or with your running friends or whatever, that's what you need to do to give yourself the best chance to be ready to go on race day. And that also extends to race day itself. You know, maybe, maybe you're, you, you're really used to wearing your hydration pack, but you're not sure about wearing it on, on race day because probably not too many other people are going to be wearing theirs. So, you know, as long as it's okay with the race, as long as there's not rules against wearing some type of, of pack, which some races do have those rules. So obviously double check those things. But if the race is cool with you wearing your pack and it's something that you're comfortable with and you want to wear it because it gives you an easy place to carry your phone and your fuel and whatever you might need and have water with you so you can avoid the congestion of the water stops, not for nothing, I am a huge fan of wearing my pack on race day for all of those reasons. Do it. You do you. Who cares if other people are like, what's this What's this clown doing wearing their hydration pack during this 10K? What? Who cares? You do you. You know, leading up for for the marathon or for whatever race it might be. But maybe you're leading up to a marathon and you just feel like you'd feel more comfortable if you ran 24 miles or even 26 miles. Maybe an impromptu S&G leading up to your official marathon. Just to, just to you know, have, have been there, done that at least once in the last month or so. Not too many coaches will tell you that that's a great idea. In fact, a lot of them will tell you that you're, you're foolish for doing that. But if that's what you feel like would work best for you. Maybe you have experience of doing those types of things and you know that that has worked for you in the past. You do you, you do you as another, as a, as a final example of you do you, maybe you dramatically disagree with something that I said earlier. One of the tips I gave, maybe you disagree with the idea that nothing is set in stone and you are going to stick to your schedule. Come hell or high water. Hey, you do you, Good luck. I hope everything works out. But that's fine. You do you. Maybe you really don't like the idea of being overtrained and like you, you just would feel better doing one more good hard workout leading up to the race. Hey, I hope it works out for you. I hope you have a great race. Disregard the tip. You do you. Maybe you really do feel like the long run is the dress rehearsal for the race and everything that happens in the long run is gonna is what you can expect to happen on race day as well. Hey, I might disagree with that. That's fine. I'll treat my long runs with the expectation that they're not going to be the same as race day, but you don't have to, you do you, you do you, if you do that, you're good. You're good. Hopefully you're good. I mean, there's no guarantees, right? We're all humans. Race day is, is race day. Training is training. Our human bodies are our human bodies and they can, they can cause us trouble for any number of reasons, unexpectedly out of nowhere. But when you're training for your next race, hopefully things will go well. And hopefully you'll keep these tips in mind. I would encourage you to keep in mind that nothing is set in stone. Better to be undertrained at the start of a race than overtrained. And that long runs and races are similar, but not the same. But the most important thing, you do what you feel like you need to do. And let the chips fall where they may. All right. There you go. Those are some thoughts to keep in mind leading up to training for your next race, whether it's this upcoming fall, whether it's the winter, whether it's the spring, the summer, whether there's no races on your calendar right now, but there may be eventually. Hope they're useful. Hope they're helpful. Hope they help you leading up to your next race. 
What else, what else do you try to keep in mind? What other tips do you have? You, especially you more experienced runners, let me know. Always love to hear from you. And, and you never know where that kind of stuff might lead to other, other posts, other topics, other suggestions that come along the way at Dizruns on Twitter at Dizruns on Instagram. Of course, you can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course you can also, also head over to the show notes today. Dizruns.com slash 1063. Dizruns.com slash 1063. We got some links. We got some memes. We got some gifs. We got the things. We also have that comment section down there at the bottom of the page. Feel free to leave your thoughts and feedbacks. What kind of things have worked for you? What maybe lessons have you learned the hard way that if one, maybe one of these tips would have helped you had you known it before training for a previous race? Any feedback is appreciated. And uh, if you want a little more immediate feedback or a little bit more interaction to figure, figure out uh, maybe preparing for your next race or some other hurdle that you're dealing with, disruns.com slash consultation is the link. Get yourself on my calendar scheduled up for a phone call or a Skype or whatever zoom. If you want to, I'll, I'll play with zoom. That's fine. Uh, but whatever it takes to kind of help you work through whatever issue you might be struggling with and get you, get you on the straight and narrow, or at least on the, the, maybe not a straight and narrow, just get you on the path moving forward. Right. Um, and hopefully making progress towards, uh, whatever running goals you're working towards. Always happy to help folks out. Disruns.com slash consultation. And with that, Let's go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Thanks for listening today. Hope it was helpful. If it was, hit that share button. You never know who else might need to heed a couple of these tips or at least have something to think about as they're preparing for their next race. And until next time, y'all, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We'll talk soon. See you.